Dadhood. Modern Dadhood Podcast. Damn, Daniel. Did you call me Daniel? Back at it again with the white bands. <laughs> Remember that? No, I have no idea what that is. It was really bizarre. Let's do the podcast Let's episode. Do this the right way, man. Kick us off. Well, you're listening to Modern Dadhood, and it is an ongoing conversation about the joys, challenges, and general insanity of being a dad in this moment. Uh, my name's Adam Flaherty, and I'm a dad. My daughters are nine and six years old. And you, my friend, uh, the name that you go by. Oh, that's uh, Mark Checkett. And I, too, am a dad. Uh, and I have twins, both boys, both dangerously close to six years old. It's the holidays. It is the holidays. This is our holiday episode. Oh, and our guest is... Uh, I, I can't even I, don't, I can't even bring myself to reveal it until we get into it. But we've got a few formalities to get through. And that includes letting our listeners know that every episode of Modern Dadhood can be found at our website, moderndadhood.com. Yeah. You can find the podcast on any of the major platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Overcast, Pocket Casts, all of them. Pod fade. Uh, white white vans cast. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. We would just love if you gave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. It would go a long way. And maybe at one of your holiday gatherings coming up, tell a friend or a family member about yeah. modern dadhood. That's how we grow. Have a, have a so. couple of too many eggnogs and corner somebody at the next party. And just start gushing yeah. about your favorite episode. Just start ramming our show down their throat. Say, my favorite podcast just interviewed Pete Souza. Oh. And you have to you hear You gotta it. hear that one. This episode in particular, yes, most of our episodes are for dads and moms, uh, parents. This episode is intended to be for parents and their kids because of the special guest who we'll introduce momentarily. That's incredible. And I think that uh, they're going to really enjoy it because our guest is someone very special. And I, I spoke with him the other day and asked him some questions that I thought kids might particularly be curious to ask him and may not have the opportunity to or the courage to. So that's all I'm going to say. Well, I'll do my best not to use any potty words in this episode then. Now that we have all that stuff out of the way, Whew, I feel like we should just get into the the guest. Let's get into it. I know that I conducted this conversation but do you want to? I mean, the, reveal. The, I I know that the conditions around the interview were were intense, and I couldn't I couldn't join. But I'm I'm aware that you you interviewed one Chris, I believe he goes by. Are you on kind of like a first name basis with him now? I don't know <laughs> if that's too much to assume, but he does go by Chris. Most most people know him as uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is our guest. Saint Nicholas. He goes by Chris. Father Chris. He goes by Nick. He goes by Chris Kringle, all of the above. And I asked him about that. You'll oh, you'll hear really? shortly. I can't wait. I'm going to get to hear this interview. I guess I should tell the listeners right along with them. Correct. I'm excited. I'm just as excited as, as all the other children. Let's just get into it then. Let's get into our conversation with Santa Claus. Uh, 
Oh, man. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, I'm here with Santa Claus, the actual real deal live Santa Claus. <laughs> Hello. Mark and I have interviewed a lot of uh, very well-known, famous people. I don't think anybody has even come close to your level of notoriety, Santa. So I apologize in advance if I sound a little bit nervous, but this is a, a pretty big deal for me. Oh, thank you, Adam. Now, you don't have anything to be nervous about, do you? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I feel like I've been pretty well-behaved this year. Just a moment. Wait a minute. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. You're actually looking Adam, at the list? Adam, I am. I'm, I'm always looking at the list. Oh, not bad, Adam. Not bad. <laughs> very well. I'm glad to hear that. I know that you're very, very busy, uh, especially this time of year in December, and I'm not sure how you have uh, decided to make time for modern dadhood when you have so many other things that you need to tend to. But I want to say thank you for making time to be with us. This is really special. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. And it's a nice break to get out from uh, the workshop on an afternoon such as this. I appreciate your taking the time to talk to me. Now, what can I tell you about what I want to do with our limited time here, Santa, is just sort of get to the bottom of some issues, because I know that for my whole life, since I was a little boy, I've had some questions for you that I've really never had the courage to put in a letter or to ask, you know, any any time that I've met you or any of your helpers. And so I'm hoping that uh, I can ask you some questions that maybe other people have on their minds, too, and get some real answers from you. Fair enough, Adam. Fire away! First, before we get into the heavy stuff, what I want to know is how has the season been going? What's uh, what's a typical day look like in December in your workshop? Oh, well, uh, as you can imagine, sawdust flying everywhere, uh, <laughs> elves running all around the place, up and down. There's plenty to do, of course. Uh, supply chain issues seem to have... Uh, work themselves out, but, uh, you know, a little bit of help from our friends. We've been able to uh, get things back on track. The reindeer are excited. They're out in the yard now, practicing, playing games and whatnot. So Mrs. Claus is busy. She's been baking. And, well, she's really like the ultimate project manager, so she keeps everybody in line. Been a very busy time. We're getting excited. See if the weather holds. That's the big question. Will the weather hold? Now, if the weather doesn't hold, let's say it's a particularly foggy year or you travel through a lot of rain or thunderstorms, how does that affect your sleigh ride in the reindeer? <laughs> well, I believe you've heard about a solution for that. There's someone by the name of uh, Randy. Wait, no. <laughs> um, Rick. Ricky Reindeer. No, Rudolph. <laughs> uh, he leads the team still and uh, does a fabulous job in any season, any weather, really. So we'll be ready to go no matter what. I'll tell you, if it's foggy, if it's snowing, we love it. We'll go all around the world quick as lightning. I'm glad to hear it. That's very reassuring. And, uh, and Santa, honestly, I'm very delighted that you have such a sense of humor about you. I don't know that I would have guessed that. Oh, well, 
At my age and my size, a sense of humor is critical. <laughs> well, speaking of critical, and I don't mean to ask this question to put you on the spot, but it's something that I've wondered about for a lot of years myself, and I've had to try to explain to my own children in, in the way that I know best. Yes. The question is, there are lots of Santas around this time of year, right? I go into a mall and I see a Santa or into a department store. I see a Santa or a parade and Santa's at the end of the parade. And I always wonder, is that really you or is that one of your helpers? How does that work? You can't be in all places at once. Oh, well, can't I? Adam, (laughs) everyone has the ability to be Santa Claus, of course. It's just part of our nature. But Santa has a lot of helpers out in the world, and they're always around. Uh, How do you think I get all the information I get? But what you see out in the world, as far as Santas are concerned, they would be the very best top cream of the crop of my helpers. The reason you just can't see Santa all the time is because it would make it less special. What I need is for people to believe. Hmm. That is a wonderful answer. And now I feel like I have the language to really explain that to my daughters. So thank you for that. Yes, believing in Santa Claus is everything. Now, if you choose not to believe in me, that's all right. It doesn't automatically put you on the naughty list. doesn't get you any closer to the nice list either. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a lot more helpful, especially these days when people have the Christmas spirit and can carry it on throughout the season and into the year later. That's what's more important. You continue to be kind. You continue to be mindful. And you continue to have that little spark of magic, that belief in something. And that's what makes it all work. Now, a minute ago, you mentioned getting information back to you. And I know that one of the ways that we get information to you is one is by writing letters. And so I wonder, does every kid who writes a letter to Santa and sends it to the North Pole, do those letters make it to you? And do you get to read all of those? I do. Now, this is is a little something extra I need in uh, Mother's Cocoa to get me through it all. But of course, I read them all. It's a pleasure. Now, the other thing is, is where do I get all of this information if they're not coming in letter form? Right. (laughs) The Patriot Act didn't invent itself, Adam. (laughs) Well, what I was going to ask you about was Elf on the Shelf, which has become this really beautiful tradition for so many families. And not everybody has an elf. But for those of us that do, the belief is that our elf goes back to the North Pole every night of December and shares with you what our family's been up to and just make sure that the uh, my daughters are on good behavior. So are all those elves coming back to you every night, too, and, and, and updating you? Every night. It's like a herd of kittens all scampering about and coming back and updating. Now, we've got to have some processes. I will tell you that, uh, oh gosh, uh, 40, 50, 60 years ago, the process was, uh, well, there was no process. <laughs> It was just cacophony. But now, things are a lot smoother. They all do come back. They all show up with a uh, full head of information. Now, even if you don't have an elf, we've got eyes and ears everywhere. Um, There's always a way. 
for us to know that you are doing right, doing well in school, or listening to your parents, or in some cases, like our friend Mark, perhaps not listening to his parents <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> he seems to have come a long way, though. Poor guy's not even here to defend himself. That inspires a question that actually came from my uh, younger daughter, who's almost seven years old. She was wondering, in some of the stories about Santa Claus, there is this notion that you have a crystal ball. And so you can see people in just like in the song, right? He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. And my younger daughter is wondering, is Santa watching us all the time? And she was thinking about kind of privacy, you know, are you watching all of us all the time? <laughs> it's a great question, and I can't give away all of my secrets. Of course, it wouldn't be secret anymore, would they? What's really important, what really matters, is the way a child feels about themselves, and those are the kind of things that we keep our elf ears up for. So when a child feels happy or proud or kind or you know, they, they're sharing or doing well in school, those kind of messages come straight through the crystal ball. In fact, they come right through the aurora borealis, mm. frankly. Um, example, your daughter just got glasses and she's proud of them. She, she wears them like a champion and that can be difficult for some kids to transition to. Things like that are what we keep an eye out for. It's not necessarily watching all the time. Well, I wanted to ask you this because I know not every home has a chimney and everybody knows Santa comes down the chimney. So when you land on a roof and they, there's no chimney, how do you come into the house? Magic, 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 no matter what. I don't have the key and I don't have the code. And oftentimes I'll run across a dog or a cat or a parrot or a furry, feathery, leathery friend on some occasions <laughs> in some countries down south of, the, south of the equator. But we always carry with us just a little bit of that extra magic. So that will allow us, whether you have a chimney or not, to slip in under and around to get into where we need to get the cookies and the milk and, of course, leave a few presents around. But there's always a way when you're Santa Claus. Now, if everybody's leaving you cookies and milk and treats, you must get full pretty early on in your evening. How do you manage eating all of those cookies and drinking all that milk without your stomach starting to feel sick? Well, I, uh, Mrs. Claus tends to me quite well. Make sure I have a, a full diet of fiber. And I try to pace myself, Adam. Cannot eat every cookie, every carrot, every stop. I'll usually have a nibble or two here and there. Because as this trip goes around the world in your time and my time, quite two different things. <laughs> the trip takes a little bit shorter in my world than it does in yours. Sort of a quantum physics that's what I was going to ask, because it's always been confusing to me how you can cover so much territory in such relatively little time. On that same topic of conversation, for years, people have been using this technology. I don't know if you even know that it exists, Santa, called the NORAD Santa Tracker and, and other sort of tracking websites that supposedly show where you are at any given time on Christmas Eve. Can you tell me... Can you give me any indication? Is that accurate as to where you actually are? How does that really work? 
Well, relatively accurate, I'll say. Uh, the one thing that I do have uh, a bit of an issue with NORAD, and if you're listening, please take note. The representation of me on NORAD's system, the tracking system, is just ridiculous. It's clip art. It looks like someone made it in Canva. But it's interesting because sometimes I have to check my own GPS, make sure I don't double back. But yes, NORAD does a pretty gosh darn good job for myself. Well, you mentioned uh, representations of you, which makes me think of there's just hundreds and hundreds of Christmas movies. Is there a Christmas movie that you think most accurately represents you, both in how you look, but also just in your your personality and the essence of you and your spirit? I could tell you one. There's an old classic, uh, Santa vs. the Martians, and that was not... A uh, licensed representation of me, I can assure you. (laughs) But that was a long time ago and a lot of snow under the bridge, Adam. (laughs) But the fact is, you cannot have an accurate representation of Santa because you cannot see me. Leaves a lot to the imagination. Santa, if your elves are making all the toys at your workshop in the North Pole, how come... I could buy some of them in a store or buy some of them online. How does that work? (laughs) If I told you, I'd have to bury you in a snow mound. That doesn't sound pleasant. Santa, my last question for you is this, and it might be an easy one for you. There are lots of names that you go by. St. Nicholas, Kris Kringle, Santa Claus, of course. Which one do you prefer and why? And, And why so many names? It's a very good question. The origins of Santa Claus are uh, very interesting. Have you ever heard of the myth of Santa Claus and Coca-Cola? I've heard of this, sure. Many people have. In 1930s, Coca-Cola commissioned an artist to uh, create a series of illustrations featuring me. (laughs) With a Coke, of course. (laughs) Sorry, Pepsi. You just were a little slow at the go. But, uh, well, there was that, and then there's other stories from around the world. What's interesting about Santa is he fits into each and every cultural narrative. Uh, The origins can be traced back to various figures and traditions all over the globe, from St. Nicholas to, oh, Sinterklaas, or my favorite is, uh, well... Father Christmas. I've always been preferential to that one. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Santa, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? We've invited parents and kids to listen to this episode together. So speaking to the kids who are listening, is there anything that you'd like to say before we let you on with your afternoon? Oh, yes, of course. There's a couple of things that I I think all children should remember. Because I I do understand that in some families they need to travel for the holiday season or they go somewhere else for Christmas. The truth is, Santa goes everywhere. He knows if you've been naughty, he knows if you've been nice, and he knows if you're going to spend Christmas at a Halines in Pittsburgh. It'll all work out. Santa's stealth mode, Santa's fashion, and Santa's, well, GPS-free navigation are all designed to get me in, out, and wherever I need to be around the world at any given time. And that's it. Just be good, be kind, do great listening, and be proud of yourself, no matter What you hear or what you may think, you are worth it. 
<laughs> and never stop believing. Santa Claus, thank you so much for being a, a, such a symbol of hope and inspiration and bringing so much joy to so many people over the years. It's such an honor to speak with you. Merry Christmas from my family and from Modern Dadhood, and thank you for doing what you do. Of course, Adam. Merry Christmas to you and your family and Mark and his and all of your wonderful Modern Dadhood listeners out there. Uh, you have yourself a warm, safe Merry Christmas. Let's keep our fingers crossed for snow, the light, fluffy kind. Adam, I'll be seeing all of you. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, the clock is ticking. I'll be seeing all of you quite soon. And to all, a good night. Look, there's there's an elephant in the room, and the elephant is that mm-hmm. we, we've we not put out an episode for some time. Yeah, well, I blame myself. You got some splaining to do, which, which you, uh, it's totally up to you whether you would actually like to share what's going on in your life or not, and I will, it will not hurt my feelings either way. Uh, yes, I've been, <laughs> I've been very ill. I've been ill, and therefore, this episode is brought to you by... Albuterol, ibuprofen, mm. Montelukast, mm-hmm. fluticasone, mm-hmm. benzonotate, and methylprednisolone. Yeah, I got sick. I've been sick. Uh, here's how it started. I'm going to do long story short, okay? I'm going to yeah. do L-S-S, okay? <laughs> Some time ago, before Thanksgiving, the flu went through this household, okay? One kid went down, and then the other kid got strep throat, and then the first kid got strep throat, and then Jamie got the flu, and then I was feeling just awful, right? And then went to the doctor, the doctor tested for everything, and they were like, nothing's coming back. Like, you're negative for everything, but like, you definitely have the flu. Like, that was what the doctor said. Your tests Mm. are negative, but you definitely have the flu. So they said, treat yourself like you have the flu. So I did. And then at that time, I got a nasty cough. Yada, yada, yada. It's weeks and weeks later. And after lots of coughing and, and like literally like doubling over, hacking, coughing, hacking, I, I, I damaged some of my insides is the best way to put it. Like when you cough, your lungs expand and that hits the chest wall. And if done enough with enough force over a long enough period of time, you can develop something called pleurisy. And that's the latest diagnosis anyway, for me. I'm not complaining. Okay. I'm really not. Well, you have every right to complain. That sounds miserable. It's been absolutely miserable. And as you well know, it's the holiday season and there's a lot to be done. And I just have to say, I have not lifted a finger around here. And yet, there is a tree with lights. The lights are on the outside of the house. It's decorations everywhere. It looks wonderful in this house. And it's all thanks to... No, you don't have to uh, thank me, man. You don't have, you don't have to do this on the pod. I, I, I'm going to save Mark some, his voice a little bit. I came to Mark's house <laughs> I'm gonna drink some and tea. set up Christmas for his whole family. 
because I knew they were all in a, a, in a tough position serving him while he rested on the futon. You don't have to thank me. I didn't do it for the thanks. I did it because I love you and I care about you and your family. And that's a really nice story. But I have to say out loud, I've said it to her, so I'm not only saying it to a microphone, but none of that would be happening if it wasn't for my wife going into absolute overdrive and doing, first of all, everything else to begin with, including taking care of the kids. And she found time to decorate the house inside and out. It's kind of mind blowing and I'm very thankful. But I think, I think I'm on, uh, what do you call it? The upswing? I hope so, because you deserve it. Thanks. It's been a long haul for you. And Jamie is an absolute superhero. (laughs) It can't be said enough. Um, I do want to call a little bit of attention, just, you know, reflecting on what you were sharing to just say that, you know, we've had some of these stretches lately where our episodes have been a little more spaced out Mm -hmm. than normal. And... You know, for anybody who's newer to modern dadhood, I, I just want to share briefly that our whole attitude towards this podcast since the beginning was that it has always been a passion project. You know, we've never actively pursued sponsorships or tried to place ads in the show because we've never wanted to be beholden to another entity that's going to control our schedule, our topics that we cover, the guests that we invite to the show. And that freedom allows for us to take some downtime when we need it, when life gets busy, which sometimes it does, or when illness gets in the way. I also want to recognize that for our listeners, that may be inconvenient Mm -hmm. when you're expecting an episode and you don't get one. And and I know I'm personally not always on top of posting that there's not going to be an episode this week. So to our listeners, I just want to say thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for the flexibility. Uh, We love creating this show. We love having conversations with our guests. It's been a really exciting, fulfilling, gratifying process. I still personally remain really excited about it, but thanks for bearing with us when we're not (laughs) right on top of our social media posts to let you know that we may be on a little bit of a leave. We we never intend to ghost you or pod fade you, but you're always welcome to reach out to us on email at hey at moderndadhood.com if you have questions about what's going on. And I will do my personal best to be better about uh, being a, a bit more forthcoming with information when there is going to be a little break in episodes. Well said, man. With all of that out of the way, I just uh, want to ex- express my uh, gratitude to the listeners, to you, Mark, for making this show what it is. Well, thanks, man. You know what? Right back at you. You're the man with the plan. You're the man with the vision. Making it happen. Back at it again with the white vans. <laughs> I still don't know the Full reference. Circle, I guess. <laughs> <coughs> well, listen, man, why don't we, we'll save your voice. There is one thing that I want to sort of take us into the closing segment with, and that is a quick update on uh, my 10 year old who mm. a couple episodes back, I was sharing about uh, her recorder playing. Yeah. We were talking about how squeaky that instrument uh-huh. is. Uh, it is still 
very squeaky, <laughs> but she's been practicing like crazy and teaching herself songs. And I'm actually blown away by her commitment to learning this really? instrument. And I want to share just a little taste of a holiday song that she just uh, taught herself and has been playing all the yes, time. That's awesome. And then we'll close out the sode, man. I want to hear it. Let's hear it. There's our holiday episode. And maybe the start of a tradition. Santa will make time for us next year. It's a standing invite for Santa Claus. Now I'm just wondering, like, who can he connect us with? You know what I mean? Like, obviously there's Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, but like, but but you know where I'm really going, right? Obama. If anybody can do it, Santa Saint Claus Nick. can do it. It's a right jolly old elf. Well, thank you for listening to Modern Dadhood. It is our pleasure to bring this podcast to you. Uh, as I said at the top of the episode, uh, we can be found on all major podcast platforms. Just search Modern Dadhood. Go to our website, moderndadhood.com, where you can listen to all of the episodes. You can search them by topic or by guest. We've had some really cool guests. You can also, on our website, purchase a dad hoodie or a Modern Dadhood t-shirt. Uh, at this point, I can't guarantee that it will deliver by Christmas if you order one, but but try it, you know, try it anyway, and and we'll uh, we'll expedite it if we can. Heck, if you're close enough, we might even hand deliver it. Uh, did you talk about Instagram, Facebook? No. What about TikTok? I've been loading some stuff up on TikTok oh, lately. Okay, all right. Well, check us out on TikTok. Oh, kindly leave us a rating, a review, and yeah, word of mouth at some holiday parties would, would go such a long way for us. You know what would be huge is is if in real life, if you saw one of us, you give us an actual thumbs up. It's like the old <laughs> analog version of a like. Give Mark a little pat on the back if you it's see not him. Not too hard though, man. Give him a little tug on the rat tail. <laughs> give him a wet willy. He likes those. Major thanks to Casper Baby Pants, to Spencer Alby uh, for the music in our podcast. We're grateful for you. We're also grateful for you, Pete Morse, you. for making us sound so good. Go to redvaultaudio.com to learn more about Pete Morse. Thanks to Chris Kringle himself, Santa Claus. It was such a pleasure getting to speak with him. Mark, if you have any voice left in that box in your throat, uh, please do us the honor of delivering your last uh, little uh, Hershey kiss on the end of this holiday episode. Thank you for listening.